guys, welcome back to Books and Wine, or as our husbands like to call us, Two Yaffy Bitches. Today we are super excited to be talking about book two. So excited, Zodiac Academy. Of Zodiac Academy, uh, Ruthless Bay. Oh, can't wait. All right, so before we start, we thought we would just do like a quick initial thoughts. Mm -hmm. And like mine was, bring it on. Like so excited for this book. Like give me more Orion. Yeah, I was looking forward to more spice. (laughs) Oh, so much spice. Because obviously, like, when I started, they were already up to book six. Yeah. So I had seen nearly advertised everywhere, and then I was like, okay, well, where is the spice? Yeah, like, we got a little, like, taste. Yeah. Like, a little tease, I suppose, in book one. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I definitely wanted more as well. Yeah. I wanted more spice, though, that involved, obviously, Orion, because I'm kind of obsessed, guys. (laughs) If you haven't already picked it up... I'm obsessed, obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also uh, was thinking, like, I just wanted to know, like, what their order was. And Ooh, I was like, yeah. when are we going to find out, like, what's taking so long? Like, yeah. and everyone else has kind of started to emerge. Yes. So I was like, okay, like, come on. We've got to yeah. find out what they're going to be soon. Yeah. And also I wanted to, like, see more develop. I suppose, with the other heirs. Yes. Yeah. I was keen to learn more about them. Yeah, me too. So in the second book, we meet a few new characters. Yeah. Um, Some of them have been mentioned before in the first book, but then we really meet them in this book. Yeah. Um, So we meet all of the heir's parents. Yeah. So we meet Lionel. Yeah, which is um, Darius's dad. Yeah, and he is, he kind of becomes like a a main part of the story through most of it. And it's also um, Catalina, which is Darius's mum as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we meet Antonia, who is Seth's mum. Yeah. Um, Tiberius, who is Max's dad. Yeah. Melinda, who is Caleb's mum. Yes. And they are the Celestial Council. Yeah, so they're like the most important people in Solaria. Yeah, they basically rule Solaria. And yeah. then the heirs are obviously going to one day take over their place on the throne. Yeah. Um, we also get to meet um, a lovely lady, <laughs> uh, Mildred. So, yes, love her. <laughs> oh, my gosh, she's hilarious. Um, poor Darius. So quick story, Mildred is Darius's cousin. Yeah. But he's also engaged to her. <laughs> yes. So basically, um, Lionel, uh, Darius's dad, is like, um, he's kind of like this overlord who is yeah. like, you know. Um, like it's, a dictator. Yeah. And he's like, it's so important that the family line remains pure and yeah. that we don't want any like crossbreeding or anything. Oh. So Darius has to marry his cousin to ensure that they have like dragon heirs and that everyone in the family becomes a dragon oh. and is really powerful. So disgusting. Yeah, which kind of is like, like, this is kind of where I get Harry Potter vibes as well. Like, he reminds me of Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah, where he's all like about the pure blood and, you know, pure blood families. Yeah, like no muggles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's very like there is like similarity there. Yeah, for sure. And then we also meet Xavier's brother, uh, Xavier, who is Darius's brother. brother. I love him. Yeah, and he's a great character and he is nothing like his dad at all. Yeah, no. And so we get like a little bit of like a taste for him, I suppose, in this book. And then... Um, his character really develops and comes to in the other books. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also meet Jenkins, who is the butler for Darius's family. Yeah. Oh, I hate Jenkins. And he's just like, he's kind of like Lionel's little minion. Yeah. He's so snobby and like mean. Yeah. Yeah. And we then hate him. also like Catalina, Darius's mom, she is kind of just like this little like puppet who kind of just does whatever Lionel says. Yeah. Um, and she kind of flirts with Orion a lot. Yeah. Because she's like a hot mom. 
Yeah, she's got like plastic, like fake boobs and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And like Lionel uses that to his advantage yeah. to try to win people over, I suppose. Yeah, he kind of yeah. like rents her out, which is kind of gross. He's so gross. <laughs> like he's he's kind of like a pimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we meet um, Gus. Yeah, who is a journalist, a fox, yeah, a sneaky fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of like we meet him towards the end of the book, mm-hmm. and he is like kind of nice to the twins, and you know is asking them about how their time's been and everything at the at the academy. And then we find out that he was a journalist, and he's actually working for Lionel. Yes, yeah. Um, and then there's also mention in the book of Clara, which is Orion's sister. Yeah. So we actually don't really know much about her. We don't technically meet her. No. Um, but how she's mentioned in this book is very important um, for the story to continue. Yes. Yeah. And then there are a few side characters that we met in book one that we start to see more of in this book. Yeah. Um, so there are we get to learn about the nymph. Yes. Um, and they kind of tell us who they are and what they do um, and how they steal powers from Faye. Yeah. Um, and then we also see a lot of Francesca in this book as well. Yeah. Who's sh- like her. No, she works for the FIB. Yeah. Um, and she is friends with Orion, but they also friends. used to be lovers. Yes. <laughs> this is why I don't like her. <laughs> Um, and I think that's most of it. Oh, and there's a lot of um, Professor Astrum in this one. Yeah, like mention of him. Yeah, so yeah. he was in the first book and he died right at the very end. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that he was Falling Star and was sending the twins, like, messages. Yeah. Um, and they were finding tarot cards with, like, these secret messages on the back. Yeah. Um, and we find out that it was him that was sending them to him. Yeah, to them. and so, again, like, this part of the story is really important for the growth of the rest of the books as well yeah so they kind of find the tarot's pretty much through every book and they have like these little kind of hidden messages on them oh like they're like cryptic it's so bad like the sisters who wrote this book like everything is so cryptic and it's like come on just give us something that's so easy to decode yeah like the horoscopes every morning yeah it's it's like like, you may have a good day but you may have a bad day (laughs) yeah it's like come on be a little bit more transparent please yeah so they're the main characters in this book that we meet and then obviously there's also all of like the characters that we met in the first book yeah all our Um, faves yeah but they're kind of the main ones that we focus on through this story Mm -hmm. all right so a lot happened in this book a lot happened like the book isn't that big no but heaps happened yeah so before we get right into it I'll just mention that I love how this book is like from multiple point of views mm-hmm, yeah. so the first one was just Tori and Darcy but this one we get to see like all the heirs plus the twins plus Orion yeah I so, love that I felt like it made the book read faster for sure because and yeah it was just more interesting yeah and it wasn't like with some books like if it's just like one point of view or even two like you can kind of get a bit stagnant and mm-hmm. stuck on like kind of chapters that are just like filler chapters that don't really go anywhere um whereas like with this one you know you were jumping between four five seven people's point of view yeah you know so it kind of was like everything was kind of spread out nicely yeah but then none of the chapters were repeated so it wasn't like you read from Tori's point of view and then you read from like Seth's point of view the same thing the story just flowed yeah like it just continued and 
it was really good like that because it wasn't boring. Yeah. And even like we were saying, like, you can't even tell who writes from whose point of view. No. So we were trying to like guess who writes from who. And then um, then Maddie ended up asking on the Facebook Facebook page. um, And I think, was it Caroline who replied and told you who? Oh, no, Susan. Susan. Yeah. Who wrote from whose like point of view. Yeah. um, Which was really cool because then we were like, oh, that's cool. Like to see who writes from who. But you can't tell, like it doesn't read like, two different people writing or anything like that which is really good yeah no we really loved love the different point of views yeah so I think like more people should do that me too yeah Yeah, it makes it way more interesting yeah but um with the first book the awakening we kind of like ended on there was a death in the campus because Mm -hmm. there was a nymph attack and also the heirs tried to kill Tori and Darcy. And yet Darcy's hair was cut off. Yeah. So this book kind of started with um, Caleb's point of view and the heirs were in. No, Seth's, wasn't it? I think it was Caleb. Oh, was it? I think it was Caleb because it was him feeling bad. They were all at the hollow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, King's Hollow. And they were all feeling really bad. Well, Caleb Caleb was feeling bad about what had happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously because, like, him and Tori have a thing. Yeah. And, like, Tori is, like, his source. His source. So. so he was, like, saying, like, the vampire code says that I can't hurt, hurt her. Yeah. yeah. And so he technically didn't hurt her, mm-hmm. but he, he knew saw, what was happening. He was a bystander. Yeah. Like, he didn't help her. Yeah, no, he's just as bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it kind of, yeah, we got to see the insight to him and his feelings, which was really nice. Um, but he's also t- talking about, um, like with the heirs, about the death of the professor. Yes. And um, how they're, like, what are they going to do? Yes, yeah. What are they going to do now to get rid of Tori and Darcy? Mm-hmm. Because it seems that, like, they're really resilient. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they've said, you know, like, what else can we do to these girls? Yeah. You know, we thought we did all that we could, like, we need to get rid of them, we need to get them off campus. And we kind of find out in this one from the heirs' point of view that, like, their parents, mainly Lionel, is kind of, like, pushing on the heirs to get rid of the girls because he said to them, you know, like, if the girls stay here and get powerful and everything, they can challenge you for your seat on the throne. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you've worked your whole life to be rulers of Solaria. And if the girls get the throne, then what have we worked for? Yeah, they've kind of been brain brainwashed. Yeah. So, yeah, we we kind of hate them. But we love them. <laughs> and it's also as well, like, imagine, like, working your whole life being like, okay, this is what... I'm going to do when I leave school and everything and this is, like, my destiny. Mm -hmm. And then, like, these two girls coming randomly out of nowhere and being like, no, like, we're going to take that from you. And then it will be like, well, what am I doing with my life? I suppose you would be mad. Yeah, of course. And you'd be like, well, hold on a minute. Like, I've lived here my whole life. Mm -hmm. I've trained, like, years and years for this. My parents are currently on the council, like, rightfully. Then we would go, you know, like, we know the people, we know the politics, everything. And then these two girls come out of nowhere and it's like, well... They're going to take all of that from you. And it's like, well, what yeah. am I doing? With, you know, like if they go on to sit on the throne, then what do we do? But would you really like go that far over the edge and want to murder them? I like, would. would you commit murder? I would. Oh, Chanel. <laughs> I wouldn't. You'd like do it in a different way. Like I feel like there's better ways to handle it. Yeah. And the guys, I think they're just thinking as guys do. And I think that's like they politics like that's true. you know like they're like well if you can't survive this and use your powers to get out of the water then and you're like, not like suitable yeah then you're yeah. not deserving of you know being on a throne 
I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But we st- <laughs> I still hate them for what they did. <laughs> um, and then after that, we kind of get to see, like, Tori and Darcy's point of view yeah. again. And the girls are – they're kind of hating it. They're hating life. Like, yeah, they're pretty rattled. They're – Darcy's hair has been just, like, cut off, Mm -hmm. pretty much, like, hacked. Yeah, she's got, like, like, a bald spot at the back of her hair. (laughs) poor girl. And then Tori just had a near-death experience. Yeah. So they've been humiliated. Like, everything has happened to them. Mm -hmm. So they're literally thinking, like, we need to get out. Yeah, so they're, like, you know, like, yeah, we had, like, a shitty life back in the mortal world, but, you know. It wasn't this bad. Yeah, nothing like this. So basically Tori's, like, we need to get out of here. Mm -hmm. We can get money. Like, I can get money from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then then we can just leave and we'll be able to make a better life for ourselves in the mortal world. Yeah, but the problem is, is like, how do they leave? Yeah, so they come up with a plan that Darcy is going to go to Orion's office. Mm-hmm. She's going to break in and she's going to steal his stardust yeah. stash. <laughs> um, and then Tori's like, great, while you do that, I'm going to go back to... I know a place <laughs> where I can get gold I'm, and money. Yeah, so she's like, I'm going to go back to um, like Ignis' house yeah. and I'm going to steal some money from... I'm going to break into his room. I'm going to steal some money and we can get out of here. So while this is happening, there's a big um, like assembly that's going on that is mandatory that all of the students have to go to. So Tori's like, no one will be around. No one will see us. We can get out before anyone even notices that we've gone. Yeah. So sneaky. So they decide to split up and they kind of go their separate ways. Yeah. Um, So um Darcy goes and she's like picking the lock in Orion's office yeah because for the first time like it's locked yeah so she kind of has to break in and then she's there and she's like trying to grab like the stardust and stuff yeah and while she's rifling around in his drawer guess who comes back (laughs) he arrives and he's like what are you doing here yeah and she kind of like tells him like we're leaving like I need to take this we're leaving we don't belong here and he gets pretty angry at her yeah I love it it's like protective and like it's like disapproving like how could you think this of yourself yeah um and he kind of gives her a bit of a pep talk mm-hmm. and is like you know you have to fight for your spot in Solaria yeah and like Faye fight their own battles like obviously if you're leaving then you're not Faye yeah and she's kind of like do I want to like be here um and that's when she kind of realizes that like I don't want to leave yeah and then this was kind of like the little clue that Orion actually maybe likes Darcy yeah because like why would you give someone a lecture about leaving Mm -hmm. and be so disappointed if you didn't like them that's true right that's true yeah like I feel like there's obviously there's something there and but then also he is a bit of a dick. <laughs> he is. But I feel like it's like in a caring way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally team Orion. Like, you are. Yeah. I can be Darcy. <laughs> I'll be Darcy. <laughs> You're like, I would never leave. <laughs> I would never leave you. <laughs> um, so while all of this is happening, Tori is on the other side of campus, yes. breaking into Darius's room. Love it. So she breaks in, she steals a bunch of money, and she also finds a dagger yeah. that she's like, oh, I'm going to pocket this as well. It looks pretty yeah. fancy. Um, and then she also steals like a bunch of jewels and like some rings and like mm-hmm. a big um, like necklace and like yes. heaps of other stuff. Yeah. So they can sell it in the mortal world to get money. Yeah. And yeah. then while she's there, she's kind of like, mm, you know what? While I'm here, let's have a little bit of fun. And some payback. 
So she notices that um, there's like a jacket hanging on the back of a chair and she's like, oh, silly dragon. Like he left it too close to (laughs) To the the fire. fire. So she kind of like uses her fire magic to bring the fire out a little bit and um, she makes the jacket catch on fire. And then soon the whole room is pretty much going up in flames. And because pretty much everything in his room is made of gold, yes. it melts. Yeah, everything is just melting. And she's kind of just standing there laughing like, Heh. so she locks the door on the way back out so he won't know that anyone was in there. Yeah. And then she, like, runs across campus and meets up with Darcy. Yeah. And then that's where Darcy meets her and Darcy's like, I don't want to leave. Um, And Tori's kind of like, I don't either. Yeah. But then Tori's like, but saying that, we have a little bit of a problem because I just uh, burned down Darius's room. Just a little bit of a problem. Yeah, but she's like, it's okay. Like, no one will know that it's us. Yeah. So they decide to stash the gold and everything yeah. in Darcy's room Yeah, just in case they might need it again if they ever decide to leave or whatever. Yeah, because it was too much of a risk in Tori's room because it's in Ignis' house. Yeah, and she's like, well, we can't give it back because he's going to know that it was us. Yeah. Um, but she does, uh, Tori does take the dagger. Yeah, she does. And we don't know what this dagger is. But she knows that it kind of like, she can feel it kind of like calling to her or like yeah. drawing to her. A little creepy. Yeah. So she kind of knows like it has some powers or something. So she keeps the dagger and she gives the jewels and everything to Darcy and she's like, just stash them under your bed for now. Yeah. Um, and then um, Tori has to run back to Ignis' house um, with everybody else because everyone else is leaving the assembly the assembly now so then she's like oh I've got to get back so it doesn't look like too weird yeah um so she just goes back and oh discovers mm-hmm. the, the the place is on fire how could this happen <laughs> and um Darius basically comes and he is pissed oh he's so mad like dragon fury yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I really did love that scene and I think that's when the girls also decide they're like well if we're gonna stay we're gonna get payback on the boys yeah because they've made our lives hell mm-hmm. So we're going to create hell for them as well. Yeah. And they know that, like, right now they don't have their order. Mm -hmm. It hasn't emerged. Their powers aren't at full capacity yet. But, I mean, they're fearless. Like, they are like, we're going to make... This is kind of like the girl boss moment. Like if oh, this was it. a movie, there would be like a powerful girl song, <laughs> like a little little montage or something. Maybe like slow motion. Yeah, and it would be like the girls like working out and yeah. like getting their powers because like they decide that like they're going to work really hard to like get their powers and be like a yeah. force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they're going to work extra hard in their elemental classes, mm-hmm. um, even like in their theory classes. Like they want to be – they want to be here. They yeah. want to – They want to prove their worth. Yeah, exactly. And, you know – all for it like yeah let's do this um when they decide they want to get payback Mm -hmm. um they kind of don't know what they want to do yet no I don't think no it's kind of like through the book like other characters give them like ideas of like things that they can do and they're kind of like haha this will be hilarious yeah and I love it because they um Geraldine like I love her me too she's She's such a good character good like the things that come out of her mouth are hilarious. Yeah, just, like, the things that she says and, like, how loyal she is as well. She's so loyal. Like, through the book, the girls tell her, like, quite a few secrets. And yeah. she's like, I would never tell anyone. Like, I will do whatever you need. Like, later on, she helps them hide Darius's gold. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, confide in her. And she's yeah. just, like, a friend you really want to have on your team. Yeah, she's awesome. And so she... And she's not scared of the... Airs. No, like, she doesn't care. She's, she's like, not, I, and she knows that she's powerful. Yeah, like she's got powers. She's got a good order. So she's like, I don't care. She's like, come at me. She's like, I, I'll take come you. Come at me, bro. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> she's so good. And then she also gets the 
almighty sovereign, sovereign society, society. The ass. <laughs> so good. Um, like on the girls' team. Yeah. And she kind of like takes them in, which is like really great to see. And she also like when um later on when another character kind of gets like kicked out from the mm-hmm. airs and is kind of like sidelined, like um Darcy or Tori. Someone, one of the twins brings him to, like, lunch or breakfast. I think Tori, I think. I think so, yeah, because yeah. she feels bad. Yes. And then, um, you know, she's like, you know, you can come and sit here with us. And Geraldine is just like, yeah, like, that's fine. You know, you're welcome here kind of thing. Like, she's not really, like, standoffish and, like, stuck no. up. Like, she's like, anyone's welcome. Like, you know, come and join us. And eventually, like, by the end of it, they have pretty much half the school is in their little society. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Go team us. Um, so then, so they do eventually decide. So um, with the airs, they end up giving Seth fleas. Yes. And he kind of gets, like, alienated from his pack because, yeah. he, like, no one wants to be around him if he's got fleas. And because, like, with the wolf pack, they're very sexual. Yeah, like, they mm. spend a lot of time together. They kind of all sleep in the same bed. Yeah. So, like, his pack is like, ew, you know, we don't we have fleas. fleas. And, like, he's like, I don't have fleas. And he's, like, scratching. And they're like, yeah. ew. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I love that so much. Yeah. Um, And then they also decide um, to uh, – they make Caleb – They start like, a rumour about him. Him loving Pegasus. Yeah, loving Pegasus. And that he, um, you know, like, has a Pegasus fetish, basically. So, so, like, all the school starts kind of, like, sending him, like, all these, like, Pegasus, like, memes and, like, sending yeah. him, like, pictures and posting about him on Facebook. And they order a Pegasus sex doll. Yeah. Put it, this is my favourite scene. <laughs> they put it on his bed and then he enters his bedroom and he's like, what the hell? Yeah. And so he tries to get it out and push it out the door. But it's too big to, like, get through the door So it frame. looks like he's having sex with the Pegasus <laughs> Yeah, doll. and I think, like, Tyler is Filming yeah, him. he films him and then posts it everywhere. And Caleb's like raging, and then he ends up like ripping the Pegasus apart yeah. of his teeth. But like, it looks sexual. It looks so. So sexual. everyone's like laughing at him, and he's just like getting so angry. It's so funny. Like, I, I think love it. That was probably my best, my favorite prank. That was hilarious. Yeah. And then they get Griffin shit basically and put it all in Max's pitbull uniform. Yeah, because we discovered that. His skin is, like, really sensitive. Yeah, and apparently, like, Griffin Poo, like, gives you a rash. Yeah. Um, so they put it all in, like, his uniform, like, Thanks shorts to and top. Yeah. <laughs> and she helps them. And they, um, when he's playing in the Pitbull game, he's just, like, scratching and, like, he can't focus. And Orion's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, get out there. Yeah. But Max's parents are at the game and watching. So he's like, I can't come off or, like, admit defeat because it makes me look weak and he's like no I can go on I can go on and like his skin is just like burning burning and they end up losing the match basically because all the airs are just fucked up (laughs) it's so funny and Darius is still angry about his gold gold and everything yeah and but with his gold like I this I feel bad I felt bad for him too because he needs it he needs it's not like he's just greedy no and then I also feel bad because Tori, like Chanel said, like she steals other things, like yeah. items, like jewelry and all that. But she plants it 
on Milton. Is it Herbert? Yeah. So what Hubert? she does, Hubert. Yeah. yeah. So Whatever. she gives him like she sends him like a little bit of money, and he kind of uses it to buy like a flashy watch mm-hmm. and something else. And Darius is kind of like, mm, okay, like and where are you getting this money ring. from? And then he gets the mm-hmm. ring, and he's like, oh, the ring came from like my grandma, and he's like wearing it around. And Darius just freaks out, and he's like, where did you get that? And he's like, my grandma sent it to me. And he's like, no, that's mine. You've stolen it from me. And while they're arguing, um. Tori has like got some gold and hidden it under his bed, like yes. in his room. Oh so he's like, I didn't take anything from you, I swear. And Darius is like, I'm searching your room. And he goes in and finds heaps of gold he's with so little dragons sad. on them. And then he like shuns him. Yeah. So he shuns him. Well, he freaks out and he's like yeah. screaming at him. And then he shuns him and he's like, anyone that talks to him is shunned as well. Like, you know, this person doesn't exist. So then Tori starts to feel bad and she takes him into in like their little group. And she's like, you know, you can sit of us kind so of thing. So she should. Like, 100%. I did feel bad for him. Like, yes, Milton, like, he did make fun of the girls. And like, he was a bit of, like, a dickhead. Yeah, he was. But he was just, like, a normal, like, He's I know it follower. sounds, like, norm, like, bad, but, like, he was, like, a normal high school boy. Yeah, for you sure. You know, like. He's following his friends. Yeah. He doesn't want to be outcasted. Mm-hmm. Which now he is. <laughs> now he is. I mean, poor guy. Yeah. But, like, she, her beef was not with Milton. No, exactly. Like, why did you do that? If yeah. anyone you wanted to set them up, set, like, set up Marguerite. Exactly, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Or, like, Kylie, like, one of the mean yeah. girls. Yeah, like, not poor Milton. Yeah, I felt really bad He's for just him. trying to make do, like. Yeah. And now he's shunned. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Darius gets even angrier because he's like, I told everyone that they're not allowed to talk to him. And now you're talking to him. And Tori's like, well, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah. So Darius is even angrier. So all of the boys are like at this, um, at the Pitbull game, they end up losing because the boys are just furious and the twins are just like, eh. But then they kind of feel bad because they end up like rooting for the team. And then they're like, oh, we feel bad that like we lost. But yeah. at the same time, haha to the airs. Yeah, like sucked in because <laughs> that was like your baby. Yeah. And we destroyed that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, So all of those pranks were kind of done throughout the whole book. Yes. Yeah. And it was really interesting. For me, it was really interesting to see how they set it all up. Yeah. Because it, a lot of work went into it. <laughs> a lot of work went into something. Like a lot. And the secrecy. And mm-hmm. they still had to kind of like play along with the airs as well. And I liked how it wasn't just like Tori and Darcy were like, malicious and like thinking all of these things like they got little ideas from like other people so like um you know like planting the money and that kind of came from Geraldine yeah and then um she's she's great yeah and then Orion told them about like the Griffin poo like not like to say like oh you can use this against Max but it kind of just came up in class and the girls are like ah we can use this to our advantage and then wasn't that also when they were in were they in detention in this book uh so and they were, Darcy was yeah, in detention she was shoveling the griffin with the airs yeah off it and it Max is like get it off me like yeah they were like yeah. oh like get it away from me like it's um it can give you a rash and then yeah. um that's when Darcy started pocketing it and she was like when they were all not looking <laughs> like she was so just, gross yeah she was just like pocketing the poo and she's like this will come in handy later I don't know when but I will use it like wouldn't you be concerned that it smells yeah yeah that's like, what I thought you would have like being in detention, then walking around school, and people will be looking at you like, she just with a stinky a pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. And then during this time as well, the school has like heaps of extra security. Yeah, because of the nymphs. Yeah. And then I think they do a room raid, right? The FIB. They, they do because they want to see who um, 
put Darius's room on fire. Oh, yes. Yeah. So they're checking everyone's room for, like, contraband, basically. Yeah. So Tori's like, crap, like, we've got to hide the dagger because mm-hmm. obviously Darius is going to know that I took it. Yeah. And then she quickly calls Darcy and she's like, they're checking our house at the moment. You need to hide the money. Yeah, because they the could money check Because they're going to check everyone's. And I think they end up checking everyone's. And that's when Orion breaks um, – Diego's little um, box yes. that his abuela made him. That's really sad. I felt really bad for him there. I mean, I don't like Diego, but, like, that was a bit sad. I felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, smashes it on the floor yeah. and he's like, my grandma made that for me. Like, yeah, that is sad. Yeah, and then Darcy's in the hallway, like, yelling at him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, like, like that's going to phase Orion. Yeah, Orion, Orion's just like, piss off, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, and, like, during this time, because Orion's the teacher who goes around mm-hmm. and it's just the FIB and Francesca yeah. with the room raids. Um, I think also, like, that makes Darcy kind of angry because yeah. she sees that, like, Francesca Them together, yeah. yeah. And then that's when they decide to hide the money and Geraldine's like, I know a place, like, in the middle of the woods, like, no yeah. one will find it. because she is a Cerberus. Yeah. Which is, like, a three-headed dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she – isn't she at, like – eating wolfsbane yes. or something. Yeah, and she yeah. kind of sees them, like, running through the woods, and she's like, ah, what are you guys doing yeah. out here? <laughs> and so she helps them dig it. And yeah, then they end she up- uses her earth magic because the yes. girls are, like, struggling. Yeah, and then they throw the dagger in there as well. Yeah, and so they basically chuck everything in there, and they're like, we have to keep it here. We can come back and get it if we need, Yeah, but no one's going to find it. Yeah, so – yeah, team effort. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I love I love Geraldine. Yeah, me too. She's a favorite. Yeah, and she just keeps getting better. Yeah, she does throughout the whole like, series. I'm like, oh, yeah, I you've must got some admit, great liners. I thought she was like a little annoying, same at the beginning. Yeah, but now I'm like, actually, there's more to you. Like, you're what I want to keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's soon after that that um, Tori gets pulled like. In bed, yeah. So she's in bed, and then she can feel something like pulling her. And she like hears a bit of a song. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, like I have to follow it." Um, and she follows it all the way through campus, and it mm-hmm. takes her to Max. To Max, and turns out his siren song. Yeah, so he's using his siren song, and he's like, "Ugh," he's like, "Why is it you of all the people?" Yeah, and Tori's like, "You called me," and he's like, "No, like I don't get to choose who comes," which I actually thought was really interesting because I didn't know how all that worked. Mm, yes, honest. yeah. And so I was like, oh, clever. Yeah, it was really, really well done. And then um, he's like, well, now that you're here, he's like, you can't leave until you... Kiss me. Yeah, kiss me. And he's like, and when you kiss me, I'll be able to kind of like see a secret. Mm -hmm. And that's how my powers like rejuvenate and work. And Tori's like, hell no, like you're not seeing my secrets again. Yeah, like you already used my biggest fear against me. Exactly. Like what else are you going to do? And Max is like, well, we can't, neither of us can leave until you give me what I need. need." Yeah. Um, So eventually Tori's like, oh, whatever and they kiss mm-hmm. and um Tori's power uh, kind of overpowers Max's it does and she sees one of his secrets and he yeah. can't like he's not strong enough to push her off yeah and I think this is when you start to realize that like the twins are actually so strong they're so powerful and they haven't and even, even reached full potential yeah and even Max is like holy crap like how did you do that and Tori's yeah. like I don't know like I didn't do it on purpose I just really didn't want you to see my secrets yeah and then she kind of pushed herself in and she ends up discovering that Max's mom isn't actually his, his mom. mom. Yeah. So really his claim to the airship or whatever yeah. is not real. Like his younger sister would have more of a claim. Yeah. So he's like, you know, like um, you can never tell anyone. No one knows, not even the heirs. Like my mom and dad were together before. Yeah. And then um, my dad had an arranged marriage with this woman who is my 
quote-unquote mom yeah. um and you know they've just kept it a secret ever since but my dad really loved my mom blah 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 and Tori's kind of like I promise I won't tell anyone yeah you know like I'll keep your secret not like, like you with me yeah I feel like she's got like lots of compassion yeah yeah and even, and she can see like how desperate he is yeah and even though all these terrible things has happened like she puts that aside and yeah. I think that like makes her a great ruler yeah, exactly. And then um, Max is kind of like, okay, and he's kind of like a bit iffy about mm-hmm. it. And then Tori's like, but I want you to teach me how to breathe underwater. Yes, because her fear is drowning. Yes. So that's um, so Max kind of agrees. Max agrees and um, he was like, yeah, fine, I'll teach you. And um, Tori doesn't tell anyone. No, she's, she's good true to her, her word. word. Yeah. yeah, I love it. And then um, – the next day they're in class and Orion starts to teach. No, is it Orion? No, Zenith. Oh, Zenith. Yeah, mm-hmm. Professor. Yeah, so she teaches them about all these different mates that you can have. Oh, yeah. Um, so there is kind of like Elysium mates. Yeah, which is like your one soul mate. Yeah, yeah, like a soul mate. And then there is um, another type of mate. Which is um, like, I forget what it's called, but it's like, you're destined to be friends yeah Yeah. like friends and kind of like you would do anything for each other you've got your back always yeah and then there's the other kind of mates where you're like destined to be enemies yeah like destined to be enemies and we'll like never get along yeah and then also going back to the Elysian mates there you're like you have one like everyone well if you're lucky enough has an Elysian mate but you can either true true choose to accept it yeah and then you could be like forever in love like it's wonderful everyone wants that type of love yeah but if you decline it you become star-crossed lovers yeah which means you can never be together no and And basically the stars will work to keep you apart yeah and pretty much but you'll never love anyone else either like you'll always be alone and that's so sad like who and always and they say like even though you have chosen not to be with that person you'll always be pining for them and you'll always be kind of like trying to like be with them but you can't because the stars will pull you apart yep and we'll never let you be happy again yeah which i mean i don't know why anyone would choose that would you choose to be (laughs) no no one no one like because if you choose to be mates then the whole point is you're for life you want to make that person happy yes like It exactly. doesn't. It doesn't matter if like you love them now. Yeah, or if, even like, if you don't even know them. Like right? obviously, the stars are telling you that you're going to love them. They're going to love you. Like you're destined for each yeah. other. Yeah. So even if you don't know each other, why would you say no? Right. Is mm, it's, it's stupid? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and then during this lesson, Darcy gets a text message from Orion, um, that has ingredients on how she can grow back her hair. Okay, guys. Again, this is an act of love yeah like come on if you don't think that they are going to be mates I think they're going to be I mates. think they're going to be mates too I feel like they have to be after right? everything they, they've gone through and he's so protective yeah he's so helpful and this is kind of where they start getting like a texting relationship yeah so like so they cute. start like texting each other and stuff um but yeah he says like go to the library find this book it will help you and it has all the ingredients on how to grow her hair and Diego ends up helping her get the ingredients yeah and she grows her hair back yeah and then it's just like really great because I mean, go Orion. Yes, you helped her do this, but then Darcy no longer has her blue. No, it's so still she, black. her, and Tori are completely identical now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so they can't tell them apart. Yeah, so Caleb, um, 
tries to bite her, but then realizes, oh, wait, wrong twin. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit funny. Like, no one can tell them apart. Yeah. And then during, like, the next lesson in elemental class, um, uh, the teacher says to Darius that he has to help Tori to learn how fire magic and control yeah. it. And Darius is like, oh, like, I don't want to help her. Like, you know, like, yeah. we're, we're enemies. Like, I hate her. Yeah. And um, the teacher basically says that if um, Tori doesn't go to her classes with Darius, then, like, she's going to be in detention. Yeah. And then Darius just doesn't turn up to most of the classes. And so Tori's rude. like, what the hell? She's like, I'm getting in trouble, but I'm the one that's turning up and I'm being here and you're not and yeah. you don't care. And he's like, basically like, I don't give a crap. I get it that, like, he hates them or he's supposed to hate them anyways. Yeah. But just take one for the team. <laughs> like, really, like, they know how powerful the twins could be. Yeah. Why not get them on side and become friends? Mm-hmm. And, like, can this enemy crap <laughs> and everything um yeah and then um is this when seth accidentally makes darcy an omega in his pack as well i think it is in this book yeah i think it is yeah i think it is and so that kind of means that like he can't hurt them yeah and he can't like be mean to darcy or anything but then he says like if you want out of my pack you have to bow to me yeah or you have to challenge me and i have to overcome you yeah and she was like well i'm not doing that and he's like well then welcome to the pack kind I of thing no yeah i I don't really like seth no i didn't like seth either like he's too much he's a loser and he's cocky and just like yeah he's like a typical jock yes yeah definitely yeah and yeah i just can't warm to him right now me neither and then it's soon after that um that they all get invited to lionel's party yeah so lionel is having like a big party at his house with all of these people and all the like important people yeah and the twins get invited as well and the heirs and the twins are kind of like why the hell have you guys been invited you know like why yeah. would he invite us obviously something's up yeah but um they all agree to go anyway because Tori and darcy are like nope like we're gonna find our place here like yeah. we deserve to you know be there and be seen we're Hold gonna meet these people yeah so they all go to lionel's house um for the party mm-hmm. and that's where they meet gus the reporter yeah um and like there's heaps of reporters outside that are all taking photos and stuff and tori and darcy kind of just like skirt in the bag and like yeah. their airs kind of like pose for their pictures and you know oh, everything and the girls yes. are like Ugh, like typical airs and orion comes as well because he's darius's guardian yeah so pretty much wherever darius goes orion goes because he has to protect him with his life yeah he's like sworn to protect him yeah um so we go to the party and then that's where we meet all of the airs parents yes um and Tor- they seem lovely they seem nice except for lionel <laughs> oh yeah lionel no definitely and, not him and like tori and darcy kind of like they don't bow to them no and then oh they, i love it they like talk back to lionel and darius is like oh my god what the fuck is going but, like, on in a way darius is kind of like don't yeah like, darius he's says, trying to protect them yeah. and warn them don't like piss him off yeah he's like don't like you know um make him angry because like you know he's got a temper he's so powerful blah blah blah. and tori's like i'm not scared of him like typical tori and darius is just like like i'm trying to (laughs) listen to me woman yeah um so but i mean part of that is darius's fault if he was only nicer to her she would listen i mean sorry mate 
Like from the get go, like Lionel hates them. Yeah. Like he hates them. Because they're a threat. And he can tell that they're not going to bow to his will. Yeah. So he's just like, these bitches have got to go. Like (laughs) basically. And then we meet Mildred at the party as well. Oh my God, it's so funny. She's like, hi, hubbykins or whatever. Uh, And she's always like trying to like touch and kiss Darius. And Darius is like, ew, like don't touch me. And like all the other heirs are making fun of him. Yeah, just laughing. So funny. Because she's like this ugly girl. Well, first of all, she's his cousin, so yeah. like gross anyway. And she's like an ogre. Yeah, she's like they said that she's like been taking steroids and like she's got to be like, a big dragon. Yeah, to be a big dragon. So she's pretty much like a man. Yeah, he said like she basically looks she like has a, a moustache. She's got a moustache and like she's got her like an underbite and yeah, she's just like this big ugly. But like Darius says like she's ugly inside and out. Yeah, like it's not just like about looks. He said like she like person personality, personality. wise like she's just disgusting. And like I mean, this is where I kind of start to think like, oh Darius, I love Darius. Maybe Darius is my favorite. Great <laughs> because he's not like if she was ugly but had a good personality, I think he could live with it. Yeah. And and she's very much like Lionel. So, like, she does whatever Lionel yeah. says and Lionel's, you Another know, like. puppet. Yeah, and Lionel's like, we need, you know, purebred dragons in the family. And she's just like, okay. And, like, she and doesn't even question And how gross is she that she's like, okay, I'll marry and have sex with my cousin. Right. Because I want little dragon babies. It's like, no. Exactly. Like, disgusting. what's wrong with you? Like, seriously, there's something wrong with Mildred. Yeah. And then we meet Xavier too. But I think we already meet him before when Darius goes home. But then this is when Tori and Darcy meet him. Yeah, and he's actually really nice because they meet because I know Darius asks Tori to dance. Yes. And she says no. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, I've never seen someone decline Darius before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and he's, they, like, impressed with her. Yeah, and he's kind of just, like, in the corner, like, minding his own business. He's not really allowed to talk to anyone or anything. No. He's, like, um, kind of like the black sheep of the family. Yeah, and then um, Tori starts talking to him and then he's, like, um, Xavier's like, oh, I like you. And he's like, what are you doing with Darius? Like, yeah. you know, like how Darius couldn't handle you kind of thing. Yeah. And she's like, well, no one handles me. Like, I actually love Xavier so much. Me too. He's like, such a good character. He's so good. And we only get like a small amount of him in this book. Yeah. But it makes me so excited yeah. for what's to come Same. for him because like he's great. Yes. And he's like, oh, do you want some real food? Yeah, And then yeah. he takes, takes her, her to, the kitchen. to the kitchen to actually get her a burger or whatever, yeah. whatever she wants. But I'm just like, damn, I want a little brother like you. And then this is where Tori and Darcy kind of get, like, overwhelmed. Yeah. And they're kind of, like, standing off to the side. And then Gus comes and he's, like, pretending to be all concerning. And, and like, really nice. Yeah, and asking them, like, how's your time been going? How are you and, yeah. and he's using, like, his powers of, like, coercion on them to kind yeah. of, like, get them to, like, talk and, like, Tell them, tell him what's been going on, and they basically tell him everything. Yeah, and then like Orion, we feel like, like we didn't belong here. Yeah. Like the heirs did this and this and this to us. Yeah, and then Orion sees him. He's like, "Crap!" And then he like storms over. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And they're like, "Oh, that's a Gus. He's a reporter." Yeah, he's like, "Don't talk to him." Yeah, <laughs> like he's bad news. And then Orion like goes again, protective and protecting the twins. Yeah, goes and like hunts down Gus. Oh, and do we meet Geraldine's dad as well at the party? Yeah, we do because yeah. they um, ask about a clue from those tarot cards. Yes, and he's pretty much like exactly Geraldine. like Geraldine, <laughs> like the clone. Yeah, yeah. You can see where Geraldine got all of her quirkiness. From. Yes, definitely. And then I think after that is when Orion and Darcy go for like a walk to like get away from the reporters and away from all of like the people. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, my favorite scene. <laughs> and he takes them like to the the pool area, mm-hmm. and then he like makes her a drink and stuff. Yeah, which is so cute. And then does he he starts to get unchanged? Yeah, so he starts stripping down, and Darcy's and she's like, like "What, what the are hell? you doing?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Take more off." <laughs> <laughs> and he strips down to like his underwear. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then he just dives into the pool and's like, "I'm going for a swim." Yeah. And then doesn't he pull her in? Yeah. So she yeah. goes to like the edge, and he pulls her in. And but then, he uses his air magic to make like a bubble, a beautiful bubble at the bottom of the pool. And he's like, "No one can see us here." And then they have this big like conversation. And then he admits that he has feelings for her. And then she admits that she has feelings for him. Yeah. And they share this forbidden kiss. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure, isn't it said, like, this can't happen again? Yeah, like, he says, like, we can only do this here where, like, no one can see us and we can't be found. But as soon as we go up to the surface, like, it's gone. Yeah, like, it's a one-time thing. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it, Orion, no, it's not a one-time <laughs> thing. Like, we need more of you in our lives. Yeah. Like, he's just so... He's so great. And then I think he just goes and, like, the bubble goes as well and she's just left, like, swimming in the pool. Yeah. And then she's all wet for the party. Yeah. But does she use her air powers to dry herself off? Yeah, to dry herself off. Yeah. Yeah. And I just – I love that scene. Like, that is one of my favourite scenes because Mm -hmm. we see more of Ori and, like, we see him not just being, like – The angry teacher. The angry, brooding vampire teacher. We Mm -hmm. see him as, like, the caring – he is calculating because he's like, yes, I like you, but – I'm your professor, you're my student, yeah. this can't go on. But in like, you know, if I was Darcy, I was thinking, yes, please let it go on. <laughs> like it can go on. And I was thinking about this, like from our other episode, episode 10, and we are talking about like the teacher-student relationship. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, fair enough. If it was like obviously primary school, hell <laughs> no, high school, definitely not. But I mean, they kind of, they're adults. Yeah, I yeah, mean, she's 18. Yeah. And in Australia, guys, 18 is adults. Yeah. I know, like, America is 21. But let's just say this is Australia. Like, they're consenting. Oh, it's English. Well, if you think in England, it's 18, yeah. It's 18. There you go. So, like, they're consenting adults. Why is it so so forbidden? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still a teacher. Like, professors aren't allowed to date their students. No, but I'm like, (laughs) come on, they're adults. Adults make decisions. I think it's more of the fact that, like, that they're they're like an authority the figure. No, the the teacher, like oh. a teacher student thing, because like professors aren't allowed to date their students in their class, even if it's like university. Oh yeah, and like guys, I'm totally like, I would never go. There. <laughs> like even in, in normal world, I think like yeah, yuck. Yeah, that's not on. Maybe when you graduate, <laughs> then that's fine. But. Solaria, Fey world, imaginary world, guys. I feel like it could be okay. I feel like it could be. Well, it's obviously not, but yeah, sure. It's not, but I feel like it's not just, I think it's not because they're royal. Yeah. I think that could be the, like the huge thing that's stopping it from happening. No, I think it's because he's a teacher. Oh, <laughs> Come on, don't burst my bubble. And then at the same time that Oren and Darcy are kind of having their like moment, yes. um, Caleb and Tori are like, playing this new game that they've come up with. The hunt. Where, yeah, so Tori gets 15 minutes, like, she's, like, where she runs. Yeah, and she has Caleb, to hide. Yeah, Caleb has to find her. And if he finds her within 15 minutes, he gets to bite, he her. Gets to bite her. And it kind of becomes sexual as well. Yeah, so they're yeah. playing this game out and about. And mm-hmm. um, then she kind of goes down this little, like, passageway. Yeah. And um, Caleb finds her. And then um, Lionel finds them. And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. Because does he find them 
having sex. No, Darius does. Oh, Darius. Poor Darius. <laughs> um, he finds them and he basically is, like, yelling at them. Yeah. And he's yelling at Tori and he's like, you know, who do you think you are, blah, blah, blah. And then Darius comes and Darius yes. stops him from yelling at Tori. And then also catches them. No, so then Tori leaves and he gets, um, like, Lion- so it turns out that Lionel has been, like, abusing his son, basically. Yeah, like, so he, like, beats him up. Yeah. Um, and then he gets Orion to use healing magic. So to heal Darius. Yeah, so, so no, no one knows. So that happens while Tor- and Tori yes. leaves before before that happens. And then Tori finds Caleb and they end up having sex. And then, and then after Darius in. has basically taken a beating for her, he comes out and he sees them having sex and he's like, what the hell? Like, I actually feel so bad for I him. Fe- this is where I started to really like Darius. I think this is my turning him. point as well because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you just put your body on the line for yeah, her. Yeah, you literally just, like, protected her and then, you you know, because you stood up for her, you, you just got beaten. Yeah, and, like, nearly to he, death. Yeah, he broke, like, ribs and stuff and everything. Yeah. Like, and because of the guardian bond, Orion came and, like, helped him yeah because orion could feel everything that was happening to Darius. yeah so orion came and healed him and then he goes outside and finds tori having sex with like one of his best friends oh so sad yeah like, and then that's when darius says to her do you hate me and, and she, she says, says no well no she says no and she says i would have to care about you at all to hate you that's like a and a, darius a is like to the yeah, heart darius is like so cat but then he's kind of like because he's like this like mean front he's just like okay fair enough yeah he's like, like okay it is what it is and he's yeah. like if you want to make me your enemy then i'll be your enemy yeah and then they leave and go back like everyone goes back to the school yeah and i just think that's so sad i felt so bad like <laughs> but at the same time again i've said this before he did this because yes 100 he, he did this to himself yeah he really did like do you hate me what type of question is that because, of course, you know that they're going to hate you. Yeah, you just tried to kill me, like, yeah, exactly. a few weeks ago or like, days ago. If you don't want me, like, to be your enemy or if you don't want to be my enemy, mm-hmm. you got to start acting like a friend. Yeah. Like, they're not acting like friends. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Like, that's such a stupid question, Darius. Yeah. Like, I think the problem is, though, like, in Darius's mind, he's like, well, Seth did this to Tori, uh, to Darcy, and she's, like, you know, talking to him and they still have the banter. Caleb was there and he was involved and you're still, mm. like, bantering and, like, and you're sleeping with, with him, him and, you know, all of this. Yeah. But I seem to be, like, the number one bad guy. Um, so Actually, yeah, I don't understand why Darius is the number one bad guy. Me neither. It's, I, like, I get, like, his dad is number one bad yeah. guy. So then, obviously, it would fall to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, obviously, like, his dad is, like, the leader of, like, the council. So everything that all the heirs are doing comes from Lionel. But, yeah, yeah how did Darius get pegged as, like, the number Actually, one yeah. dick? <laughs> like, I want to know that because... Because I'm, like, I, I don't want to be, like, mean to the twins, but, like... Tori forgave Caleb and um, Darcy forgave Seth pretty mm. quickly. And but I mean, like, not have we forgave. forgiven? Have we forgiven Max? He doesn't even get mentioned right? about it, right? It's and just like, like oh, he one. was there too. He's but don't the one worry who about stole it. the secrets in the deepest fear and then fed mm-hmm. it to the other ex. Yeah, but it just seems to be like a let's hate on Darius book. <laughs> like I, Darius yeah. is the number one evil mastermind behind it all, and it's like poor Darius. My silence is literally me thinking about that mm. because I'm like. Why is he the number one bad guy? Yeah. Because I feel but like I think Darius plays into it more. So like Darius is like, you want 
you want to peg me as your enemy, then fine, I'll, I'll be become, your enemy. I'll become that yeah, enemy. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be the bastard that everyone thinks I am. Yeah. It, you know, it doesn't bother me, like, no skin off my bag. And then, you like, he kind of plays up to it. Like, and, you know, in one of the other books, he even says to Tori, like, you know, at least we had some kind of relationship rather than none. Yeah, and maybe Tori does peg him as, like, the number one bad guy because she actually secretly really likes him. True. Mm. That's true. Food for thought. So pretty much the next day after the party, Mm -hmm. um, an article comes out about the twins. Yes, written by Gus the Sneak Fox. Yeah, and it basically says that um, Tori is a sex addict. Yeah, like hugely addicted. And that she's like slept with everyone um, in pretty much all of Zodiac Academy. Yeah, and pretty much like that when he interviewed her. Like, she was very overly sexual. Yeah, and sexual with, like, everyone at the party. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think, is it Kylie or Marguerite? Yeah. That one of, one the of them gives him, like, a quote and says, of course you know, like, did. she's been all over all of their airs and, like, she slept with, like, all of these different people and she's very flirty. Yeah. And then they pretty much make out Darcy to be crazy. Yes, and say, yeah. like, she's talking to, like, ravens. Yeah. Is that in this one or is that in book three? No, I think it is in, in this, this one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So is obviously, like, a ploy to humiliate the girls yeah. and then make it look like they're unfit to um, take the throne. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, like, Lionel is behind all of it. Yeah, and the girls are, like, pretty angry, but then they kind of, like, steer into, like, the skit <laughs> like yeah. you know like rather than kind of like fight it and then and talk- try to deny it and then have the risk of them being made fun of even more yeah tori's like, basically just like yeah whatever i'm, I'm gonna use we'll, it to my advantage we'll live up to that expectation if yeah. that's what you think we are then we're gonna be that yeah um and then after that is when they have the pitbull game yeah so this is like right at the end of the book now. yeah like very end yeah. they have the pitbull game um all of the heirs parents come to watch yeah because the heirs are like the star players yeah and all of them are on the team they're like yeah. the best and geraldine's on the team as well love her and she's <laughs> awesome she's such a good player she's so good like yeah. she could totally take on the guys oh easily yeah, yeah. Um, so they're all on the um, court or field yeah. and um, basically like Seth is distracted, like we said, with his fleas Please. and his pack, you know, yeah. he's missing them. Max is like getting this huge rash. Yeah. Darius is furious about, so <laughs> about his treasure. Um, and then Caleb is, I think he's kind of like him and Tori are like, going through something and yeah. then there's also like um heaps of the field is singing like chants about like him the and the pegasus <laughs> um so yeah they're all distracted and they end up losing the game yeah and orion is also their coach so he's yes. like furious yeah he's like screaming and like yelling at them and he's like get your head in the game yeah like, like come on guys yeah um and then right at the end they've lost and they're deflated destroyed and humiliated the um i think the as so the as parents leave yeah and then the as are kind of like oh like you know we're so angry and like the the twins are kind of like laughing and are like oh yeah. you know Geraldine was the best player so the as um push them into like the, the pit. pit at the end of the um field and basically like well if you guys are so good like you can get yourself out so they all kind of use their magic together mm-hmm. and create a shield that they can't actually escape yeah so the twins are like stuck in the pit at the end and then they can hear people like screaming and like yeah. yelling and then all of the as suddenly 
finally just disappear and the girls are like oh my god like what's going on up there they're leaving us yeah so then they kind of like eventually they put their powers together and they manage to get out yeah because they also hear a rattling sound which is like the indication that a nymph is near yeah and i'm pretty sure a nymph falls into the pit with them yes yeah Yeah. when when they break the shield Yeah. yeah um and so they do defeat the nymph yeah and they get out of the pit and they see that basically the whole school is under attack yeah and there's like so many nymphs and the nymphs are really powerful like Mm -hmm. again harry potter reference Mm -hmm. i would compare them to like the dementors yeah yeah because they like suck their powers out of yeah yeah and so they really want the most powerful fae because when they suck the power out they inherit um the elemental powers of that Mm -hmm. that fae yeah um so Everyone's under attack. We've got Seth and Caleb. They're fighting. Max is fighting. Mm-hmm. Darius is fighting. Orion is. And I'm pretty sure Darcy goes to Orion. Yeah. So her and Darcy, like, run out on the field together. And then Orion gets in trouble. Yeah. And Darcy, like, runs to him to help him. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I think Darius is, like, in his dragon form. But there's, like, nymphs are attacking him. And they, like, jump onto his back. Mm-hmm. So Tori runs to Darius to kind of help him um so the twins get like separated yeah and they kind of don't like being separated because their power is like the strongest when they're together yeah because they can like merge their power together yeah um and so they're fighting and then at one stage i think their powers are like controlled by emotion yes and the obviously it's too much they're protecting them like darcy's protecting her love (laughs) tori is protecting darius who i she clearly likes him yeah 100 percent. and he's like fully getting attacked like there's nymphs all like climbing on his back and things and and he can't get them off yeah and then they're like both of the girls release this fire yeah and it's like a red and blue fire Mm -hmm. that like destroys the nymphs yeah and no one has ever seen anything like it so it's really good it's really powerful yeah um but once it all stops, we find out that Darius has actually been really severely injured. Yeah, so they manage to kind of like the nymphs, I think they like kill most of them and then like some of them are like kind of like retreat back. Yeah. And um, yeah, Darius is injured. So Orion quickly like runs across the field to him because obviously he can feel it through the Guardian bond. Yeah. And he runs over there and he's trying to heal him. Um, and he's like, I'm not strong enough because I've used heaps of my power fighting like just before. And Tori ends up lending her power like to, to Orion. Orion. So, I mean, again, an act of sacrifice. Tori's out here just power sharing with everyone, yeah, right? <laughs> and she's power sharing to protect Darius. Yeah. Like, hello. Because she's crying. Like, she's really upset. Yeah, she doesn't want him to die. Yeah, she's, like, crying. And I think because, like, her and Darius kind of were, like, fighting with, like, together. Yeah. And then, like, he protected her and, like, she's protecting him. And then she obviously sees that he's injured and she's like, well, I obviously didn't protect him well enough. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, like, crying and she, like, lends her power. But, like, would you just cry over someone insignificant your worst enemy yeah no you wouldn't like you're gonna cry because obviously she holds feelings towards him yeah like she just needs to admit it he needs to admit it Mm -hmm. and they just need to get together yes yeah 100 and like at this point i was like oh my god like darius no like (laughs) oh i know i was like don't die (laughs) and i think like seth and max and caleb come too and are like oh my gosh like what's happening but orion manages to heal him yeah and orion um ends up saying like i've never seen 
a power or a fire like that before. Yeah. And so they're obviously trying to think like what order will they emerge as because yeah. that was so powerful. But then Darius like kind of gives them a really nice compliment. It was like, you've just proved your worth. Yes. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and then that's the end. Yes, they did. It was the end. Yeah. And so we don't know what happened next. We don't know. We don't know anything. It nah. was literally like it wasn't the worst cliffhanger I've ever read. But at the same time, like, you really need to pick up the next book. To yeah, I picked happens. up the next one, like, straight away. Me too. And I, I think like, no. because, like, they were saying, you know, like, people had died and people mm-hmm. were injured. Um, You know, the nymphs, how did they get in the school? Yeah, because, like, Zodiac Academy is heavily guarded. Yeah. Like, the most powerful phase, children go there. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if the nymphs are attacking, they're attacking, they're declaring war. Yes, yeah. So... How did they get in? Obviously, someone let them in. Yeah. But yeah. the question is who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of ends, like, with so many questions. I think more questions than answers in this book. A hundred percent. And like we said, you just need to keep reading because yeah. the authors really know how to hook you in. Yeah, and really know how to leave you on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you don't actually know how to feel. No. Like, you want to hate people, but at the same time, it's like you love them. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, what's going on with like Darius? Like, is he healed now? And then like, why was Tori so upset? And then like, yeah. you know that Orion and Darcy are like forming this relationship. But then, How's it going to end? Exactly. And then you're like, but what about Caleb and Tori? Like, Ugh. Caleb and Tori, I'm sorry, but like used to ship them. Now I do not. I never shipped them. He was too annoying. Oh, see, I thought he was really cute. And I'm like, oh, a cute little game. Like, he he wants, like, to give Tori the choice to bite him. I mean, but was it really Was it really a choice? It's because really he was choice. always going to catch her. Like, he was. This is true. But, I mean, he's kind of giving her that out in a way, right? And so I'm like, okay, maybe you're not, like, a big bad vampire. Mm-hmm. And you're not, like, a loser like the other heirs. But then I'm like, mm, you're like a pretty boy. And, like, he's blonde, right? And okay. He, yeah, he's okay. always been my least favourite. Yeah, blondes, not my thing. I'm totally into brunettes. Yeah. Like. I don't like a blonde either. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm totally on the Darius train. Oh, team Darius all the way. Team Darius for Tori, <laughs> team Orion for Darcy, 100%. Yeah. So we need to know what happens next. Yeah, it did leave you just wanting more yeah yeah like so much more i don't know how some people have read the books book to book as they've been coming out <gasps> me because neither. i honestly think i would have struggled yeah well i bought i think i book bought like book one mm-hmm. then i was like oh crap they're so good then i bought book two three and four yeah and then book five and six because they're so expensive so I was yeah like, i need to wait but now like waiting four weeks now i've been waiting yeah for book seven mm-hmm it's just too long. Like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, huge book hangover. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So final thoughts of the book. Um, I loved it. Me too. It was great. I liked it better than the first one. Like, yeah. I thought there was more that happened. For sure. And there was more because I think being from all of the perspectives, Yeah, it was just so much more better. And I enjoyed getting, like, off of campus a little bit and like going yeah. to like the party and meeting like the new characters and things um I really enjoyed that part and I felt it kind of made the book a bit more like the storyline a bit more like three-dimensional 100% and yeah I just think we connected more to the world and to the characters yeah and the story 
like it just kept growing. Mm-hmm. You know when sometimes it can just like be very stagnant yeah. and not go anywhere, but I felt like it's just leading us up to something big. Yeah, I did kind of feel like the book was like dragging a little bit, not in terms of like the story, but in terms of like time. Mm-hmm. Because I think at the end of this book, like the girls have only been at school for like a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like with each book it's like, you know, between how many weeks? Maybe between like a month and six months max. Yeah, like because they haven't even gone through like the reckoning, the or, reckoning anything. or anything yet. Like they're still in like their first few weeks now. And I'm like, yeah. we've been through two whole books. I mean, I kind of like that because we're developing everything a little bit more in depth, I suppose. Yeah. You know how sometimes books just like rush through everything? Or like skip over something and they're yeah. like, oh, like two weeks later. And it's yeah, like, whoa. Like, I hate that. Like, yeah. Like two weeks. Yeah. That's my worst pet hate. (laughs) Like, it's just like, well, what happened in that time? Yeah. But I feel like because this book really picked up pretty much where The Awakening left off. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really enjoyed it. And I think because we have everyone's point of view, then it doesn't feel like we're dragging over, like, a day or two days or three days. Because, like, everyone's doing something different. Yeah. And I feel like there was, like, there was a little bit more spice in this book. Yeah. But... There could be more. There could be more. There could always be more. Um, I'm really looking forward to more Spice. Yeah, me too. That's the thing that I would say, like, this book was lacking, was not even Spice, like, was relationship building in general. Yes. Um, You know, like, we didn't even really get to see the heirs, like, relationship with each other. Yeah. It was a lot about how they were thinking and feeling between like the last book what happened in the last book and this book um so yeah I'm really interested to see like their relationships especially because like the heirs have been friends since they were like yeah kids they're pretty much like brothers yeah yeah I I do agree with you Mm. like it's gonna be really good to see that more of that in the next book yeah um and the relationships like I feel like we got a little taste of uh, Darcy and I was gonna say Dorian Dorian (laughs) her new pet nickname (laughs) couple name um Darcy and Orion yeah but I feel like I want more yeah yeah like give me more yeah like I'm sorry but if you disagree with us, whatever, <laughs> you're wrong. But you can't have too much. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Right? Because it just, we need to see the development and then what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be some type of release. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the little kiss in the bubble. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely leading to something. What a tease. Yeah, something is coming. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm also like excited to see where the story goes with like, Darius and obviously his family drama that he has going so on. Much drama. And then obviously it's leading into like Clara, I feel like is going to be a big part of the story. <gasps> Me too, because obviously there wouldn't be a clue. Yeah, like they keep kind of mentioning her and bringing her up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what happened to her? Yeah. You know, like, you know, and Orion is kind of like, well, I don't want to talk about it. And, but I think we're going to find out what happened to her. Yeah. I have a feeling, you know, all bad things come back to Lionel. Oh, always. Yeah. Always Lionel. I feel like something has happened with that, with him. Yeah. And obviously something horrible has happened to Clara. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see, like, where they take the story. Yeah. And I think the sisters are going to do a really good job 
yeah, me too. And taking it elsewhere. And, like, it has such a big following. So it's, like, it's a huge following. Yeah. When I started, like, reading this book, I was like, oh, yeah, people say, like, it's spicy, whatever. And I expected it to be good, but not this good. Yeah, me too. Like, I am obsessed. Like, I didn't expect to get as hooked as I I did. I'm so happy <laughs> because I'm like, now you know. And especially because when I started reading like the first and the second one, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know. Like yep. it's a bit slow for me. And, and I'm like, no, keep reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, I'm i really glad that I continued. Yeah, and I'm really excited for The Reckoning because that would be my favourite book. The thing that I'm holding on for is um, – like finding out their order like literally yeah. I was like chomping at the bit I was like a huge mystery just tell me what they are yeah uh, I think my favorite book is number four really I think so yeah I like even though it did really like hurt me it yeah. hurt me so much <laughs> um but I think number four was my favorite book I think for me it was number three and five. Oh uh, yeah yeah oh the feels <laughs> so much happened no I uh, yeah number four is definitely my favorite yeah so far well, we'll see. Alrighty, so thanks guys for tuning into episode eleven. I can't um, believe it's eleven episodes already. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like time's gone by really quickly, but Me I mean too. when we're talking about things we love, it's pretty easy. Yeah, even like sometimes we finish an episode and we're like, Oh my god, we were talking for so long about that one. But like even though it feels like forever, I feel like we can literally sit and talk about these books for like at least a day oh yeah like hours we can sit yeah. and talk about them like non-stop even though we go through like the rough plot and like our feelings and stuff like I feel like we could go through like chapter to chapter to chapter we actually could <laughs> and we could like de like construct every little yeah, thing 100% like so yeah there is a lot and we're super excited and we're really thankful that you guys have listened yeah and if you have any thoughts feelings theories theories or if you disagree with us or if you read the series when they first came out like you know one to two to three like oh, tell us yeah. how did you get through the wait how did you feel because... or if you've I know a lot of people have only just started reading them yeah um like a lot of people have messaged me on Instagram and been like oh you know I've just started reading yeah um and which I think is really interesting like that these books have been out for a while and like there are so many different kind of like fans yeah I feel like it's really taken off though this year Yes, definitely. I feel yeah. like TikTok has changed, like, authors' games. 100%. Like, because, you know, like, one person on TikTok can be like, oh, my God, like, this book is amazing. And then it just gets, like, duetted and, like, shared yeah. and, like, people are sharing it and screenshotting it. Like, I think there was a book that I read this year that was written, like, four or five years ago. And then this year it just blew up and now it's yeah. so popular. Like, Song of Achilles. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that. that's on what? I think it's 10th year anniversary this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. And this year it just blew up and was crazy big. Just crazy. But I think it's a good thing. Me too. I think it's so good, especially because before the – like pandemic and before COVID, you know, people were saying like books and like bookshops and writing in general was like going out because yeah. they were like, people just aren't buying books anymore. You know, everyone's reading online or listening to podcasts or, you know, there's people don't have time for reading. So I think like COVID has really helped reading and like writers. I think I can definitely vouch for that because I hated reading. Yes. Oh, yeah, guilty. you started reading in, in lockdown. Yeah, in lockdown. Like yes. at the end of last year, I started yeah. reading again. And then I literally, I think I told you, it was like, I can't stop. 
Yes. And I remember it was over the school holidays at yes. the end of last year. You were like, I've brought so many books and I've just been reading, reading. Yeah. And yeah, so like, that's right. Yeah. So now I think I'm literally going 12 months of nonstop reading. Which is crazy. If you think about like, you know, they weren't publishing books and like bookstores were closing down and now there's like a publisher shortage and they can't yeah. get enough paper and they can't print them fast enough. I know. Like right? that's crazy. Yeah. Like I need printed copies. It's so good though. Yeah, me too. It's so good. Like I'm really excited to see, you know, what, what these books, and what other books bring. Yeah, me too. I think year. it's like kind of like changed the game in terms yeah. of like reading and writing. A hundred percent. So if you guys, you know, want to chat yeah have any thoughts feelings yeah complaints yeah <laughs> i mean if you're complaining about orion or darius we don't want to hear it <laughs> yeah if you're complaining about darius message maddie if you're complaining about orion message me you might yeah. get a little bit more sympathy that way yeah but you may. please don't come for me for darius and don't come for me for orion because i will disagree with you 100 <laughs> percent. like he is my guy and i will back him all the way <laughs> yeah i'm the same with darius i actually had a girl message me the other day and she was like oh i'm on like book two and she's like something about like I don't know like how like you're like so upset and feeling for Darius and I was like just wait just wait you'll understand it's like don't talk to me <laughs> yeah I was like just wait just keep reading <laughs> and like people message like tell me and they're like oh Orion's so mean I was like go away like <laughs> no joke he is not mean he acts mean but he's actually such a caring person. Like, just keep reading and you'll find out. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to hear negativity about yeah, him. No. <laughs> Positive vibes only. <laughs> um, so feel free to message us on our bookstagram, um, our podcast one, which is at Books and Wine Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you can also message me on my bookstagram um, at Shelf Love with Maddie. Yep, or you can message me at CL Bookshelf. Yeah, and we're always up for a, a good old chat. Yeah, we're always keen to talk about any book. Oh, any book at all because. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real we have so many books yeah and I feel like we're gonna have so many episodes of this podcast yeah definitely like there are too many good books to pass up and to not talk about yeah like it's so hard to even be like okay which book are we gonna do next I know and Zodiac was so easy because I'm like oh six books to go and yes. then really by the time we get to book seven, we would have read book seven. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be great. So next week we're doing book three, The Reckoning. Yeah. And I am so excited. That's your favorite. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I love it so much. I said to Chanel when she read it, I'm like, love this one. Yeah. Like, this this is when I felt like this series really hit its stride. Book 100%. three. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's really starting to like develop and I'm really starting to like be hooked now. Yeah. It, it was great. It just had everything. It did, yeah. For a great, addictive, spicy book. Yeah, it was like, you want a good time? Come to book three. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you at book three yeah. next week. <laughs> Thanks, guys.